You're listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. The Lord used the amount of hours in my own lives. I don't think in all these years I've been preaching, I've ever... I've, take text from chapter 24 and 5, but I've never preached on the Mount of Olives. And you know the story about this man, so I won't go back through that. But one thing he said to me, he said, Pastor, if, if you feel led, I can't tell you what to preach. If maybe you could preach one message on the Mount of Olives. Well, I, I, I appreciated his spirit, but I wasn't moved. To, and, but I started reading and studying the Mount of Olives. And uh, and it just came alive to me. And then I spent time with Brother David um, Sloan, our Spanish pastor. He lived in Israel. He knows Israel. He's over there tonight. Our coach is over there leading music tonight in the service. And he, he, he just brought so much to my attention that perhaps I've overlooked. I didn't understand it as well as I should have. And it's just been a blessing in my life. Can you imagine, can you imagine, go back to chapter 24, where we began uh, months ago, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And look at verse 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, it's also called Olivet in the Bible, the Mount of Olives, the disciples, chapter 24, verse 3, the disciples came in him privately saying, tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? They mention the end of the world uh, again in verse number six, but the end is not yet. And we see in verse number 13, but ye shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And we see in verse 14, and then shall the end come. And, and our Lord uh, go back to chapter 3 and 23, he talks about Jerusalem and he continues that now on the Mount of Olives teaching his disciples. It's been an amazing study for me how that our Lord outlined chapter 24 and 25. How he spoke first of all of the last days, uh, the end of this age and the day of grace. We are living in the day of grace but that day of grace is quickly coming to a close. And as it comes to a close and the rapture comes, he talks about the rapture. And he, can you imagine Jesus teaching these men and they had no idea about lightning coming out of the east of the Bible. He talked about this is going to be rapid. It's going to be quick. And it was all in our text. And I don't need to go back through all that. But the fact that he talked about the day of grace, he talked about the rapture, he talked about the day of desolation, and we went back to and the day of abomination, back to Daniel, and he talked then about the tribulation, what was going to take place, and then he then he talked about uh, we, we saw Armageddon in this text, and, and, and that big battle that's going to take place, and then he talked about uh, a few weeks ago we looked at the uh, 1,000 1, year millennial reign of Christ uh, back on earth. And tonight we close it out with one more verse. Miss Treber and I had an interesting thing happen. I had to let a guy into the house yesterday, and he had just a 15-minute project to fix something. 
And so uh, they were to call, but instead my wife called and said, they're here to fix this. I said, well, let me, you, you let them in and I'll be right there. So I got right home immediately, let them in. And, and as I talked to him, it only took him about, when I got there, about five more minutes. And as I talked to him, just such a nice guy, and um, shares your name, Brother Gonzalez, last name. Very sharp guy, very smart guy. And I, I do what I do, everybody comes in our house, I do what you do. I gave him this. And I said, I'd like to invite you to church. I pastor that church right down there. And I just briefly went through the plan of salvation. But he said, you know, I've never been to church. Uh, I, I would imagine he speaks Spanish too, but it, you wouldn't know it. He just spoke English so perfect. Very intelligent man, very sharp man. And I spoke to him. He says, it's amazing you're talking to me about this because all this going on in the world, what's going on? And he said, I, I've been thinking. Because I said, you have a Bible. He goes, that's what I've been thinking about. I need to buy a Bible. But I, I did something that I never, I mean, I may not see this guy again, and he may die in a car accident. But I didn't feel compelled to really press for salvation because I just didn't know how much he was really grasping. You know, never been to church, never heard the Bible, never had. See, and, and I talked to him, and I said, I hope I come. Well, and he goes, I, my wife and I, our daughter, I'd like to come. And he walked out, and my wife said, you didn't witness very long. You didn't press for salvation. You know, dear ladies, thank God for women that, I said, I've, I've been feeling convicted of that. Just walking out, he's walking his truck, van. And I said, I, I felt convicted. To, I just didn't want to force somebody to pray. And a false profession, but at the same time, I felt led to tell more, but I sort of backed off. Has anybody ever done that? Sure. And I felt convicted. And you know the story that the woman is like the Holy Spirit in the family. You have the father who's the father. You have a son who's a child. And the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the one that guides the home and, and guides our life. And, and that's what a woman's job is. She's to guide the home, the Bible says. And the Holy Spirit convicts. And the Holy Spirit comforts. No one comforts like mama. And I don't want to brushed my wife off when she says something like that. And I walked out there real fast. And said, hey, hey, Johnny, wait a minute, buddy. He was in the van, a beautiful van. I said, I want to just talk to you a little bit more. Do you have a minute? And you know, the amazing thing is I don't want to know. And, and miraculously, he got saved. And you've, heard, you've done the same thing. But, but it's just been so amazing. You know what we're, we're finding as we pass tracks? We're finding that everyone in this world knows something's going on. They know it. And they're hearing words like Armageddon. They're hearing these things. And I'll tell you, tell you what, I believe a lot of people are frightened. They're scared. What's happening? And, and I think people are open to the gospel. Amen. Uh, and that leads me to the verse where we're going tonight because it is so overwhelming to me I can hardly address the subject. Our Lord closes the Sermon on the Mount with everlasting 
punishment. With the white throne judgment. And I want you to see in chapter 25, in chapter 25, Jesus said this. Let's read verse 46 together, the very last verse. Ready, begin. And these shall go away. Look at chapter 26. And when it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings unto the disciples. Stop right there. What was the last thing he said? What was the last thing he taught? Eternal punishment. Eternal life is one thing, but eternal punishment, that means forever and ever. Do you know that, that God has a great white throne judgment awaiting the unsaved? We're going to come back in a few moments to close out, but go to Revelation, please. The book of Revelation we've been doing each week, chapter 20, please. Revelation chapter 20. I want us to read together verse 11 through 15, and this is the great white throne judgment. Children of God, people that are saved will not be at this judgment. We've already been at the judgment seat of Christ for Christians. We receive those things done in the body, whether it be good or bad. It's either wood, hay, or stubble, or precious stones, silver, and gold. And, 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 and God says, yet you'll be saved. You'll be saved. But what is our judgment? Our judgment is not for salvation. Our sins were judged at at Calvary, at the cross. Jesus paid it all. I'll never stand accountable before God for my sins because my sins have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's perpetual, 1 John 1, 9. We've confessed our sins, yes, but he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse. That's perpetual, constant cleansing of our lives, our sin. All my sin, when Jesus died for my sin, you say, well, what about my future sins? All of my futures, all my sins were future when he died for me. I wasn't even born yet. But I'm so thankful we sing songs like they're under the blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. And the blood of Jesus Christ is constantly cleansing us. When Revelation 12, the accuser, the brethren comes, and hey, this Jack, look at how Jack is out of line there. Look how bad he is. Jack, look at him. He's a prey. Look at him. And the accuser, the brethren, Jesus takes my defense through his blood in heaven. I'm so very grateful for it. But the unsaved are going to stand in a great, white throne judgment. I don't know how many people will be there, but it's estimated at least 40 to 50 billion people since Adam have lived on planet Earth. Let's take the low number, 40 billion. There are 8 billion people in the world today. According to the scriptures that we're going to read, all, and I would think it would be the mass, vast majority. I, I read a report, I can't, and I normally don't quote things, I can't remember where I got this, but I read a report a few years ago that 98% of this world claims they're not saved. And that 2% would, would include Catholics and religious people of all kinds. I don't know how many are unsaved. 
I have no idea. But if the low number 40 billion, I, I would imagine, Pastor Everson, there, there must be 35 billion going to stand at that at least. And if the number is 50, there must be 40 or 45 billion, billion. Look what it says in chapter 11, uh, chapter 4, uh, 20, 20, 20, verse 11. Ready? We're going to begin reading verse 11, chapter 20 through 15. Ready? Begin. And I saw a great... Bible said that last verse is the powerful one. They're all powerful. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. In verse number 11, it's a great white throne. Uh, that word white carries the meaning of brightness, whiteness, literally brightness, whiteness, purity, shining. Why? Because Jesus is on that throne. It's white, it's pure. And there at that throne, every single person that's not been saved is going to stand before God. I've been in courtrooms many through my uh, life as a pastor, and I've watched people get sentenced and things have taken place. And I'll tell you what, I've never, I've never gotten accustomed to watching that take place. I've seen people come in and shackled, and they stood, and the judge would say, Mr. So-and-so or so-and-so, stand, please, stand. And they stand. I'll tell you what, it's, it's nerve-wracking for me. I think of you girls. One day I sat in a courtroom with your dad, and we were there just to be friends to uh, somebody. Uh, a, a, a church member that I knew of and we both knew of and, and when the woman judged you could tell she was upset and she called this one to stand it, it was frightening the power of that woman and, and I'm not saying she was wrong she was justified and she told this person what she thought of that person's actions. And then the sentence came. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I wasn't being sentenced, but it's frightening. Maybe it's not frightening you. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a sissy, but I'm not. And I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen, I, I, here's a, a person comes into the, the jailer brings him out and walks him and cuffed. And I saw a judge, a man, sentence this person. It, for me, it's frightening. 
Maybe you're accustomed to that way of life. You police officers, I wonder how many times you had to go to jail and you know, testify or what, and maybe you get accustomed to it, but man, I was a nervous wreck every time. Even though I'm not being charged with anything, I, it just, it's just maddening, it's frightening. But can you imagine coming to a throne that's just bright as can be and white as can be and God Almighty is on that throne and he's gonna pass judgment on our lives not did we stop drinking, not did we stop doing drugs, not did we stop this or that. He's gonna say, as the books, look what he says here. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. I don't know if that's gonna be a, 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 a deliberate slow act where it's quiet. T. Treber. Well, I see a Fred Treber here and a Marie Treber here and a Gottlieb Treber here and it goes all the names of the Trebers. Jay, Jack. Can you imagine what it would have to be like? There's no Jack Treber in here. I know I'm saved. Can you imagine how it's going to be for some of our loved ones that know not Christ? And how frightening it's going to be when they stand before the God of the universe. The God who has been for over these many 6,000 years scoffed, maybe as many as 10,000 years actually, scoffed and ridiculed and cussed and, and thought ill of and laws passed against them and people died in his name and martyred. They were butchered, heads were severed. Peter said, they said, we're going to crucify you like your master, Jesus. And he said, I'm not worthy to die like him. He said, hang me upside down. And he hung upside down. Some disciples, they put ropes on them and they tied their, their and shackled them to uh, the, the ropes and then took those ropes and took two oxen here and two oxen here. And then they began to pull their bones apart and bodies apart. Some were brought to the great arenas with animals that had been starved, lions. And they're in the center and, and the crowd's going crazy. But all of a sudden when they get that that person they're going to martyr. They try to get quiet so they can hear the crunching of the bones. And then they burst and they cheer. And even as our Lord died on the cross, the children and the parents and the family and folks were there. It was a big thing for your kids to see this. So here's these criminals. This is going to happen to you. Sadistic. But this time to be the dead. The dead in Christ have already been resurrected. After this, uh, or the trump of God shall sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together. The dead in the grave and their bodies, and, and you and I will be caught together to meet the Lord. We're, we've already been in heaven. But now the judgment seat of Christ takes place. And those books were open, and the sea gave up the dead. There's a man's name who's Ben Laden. They didn't want to bury him anywhere in the world so that it could be a shrine to 
rebellion, they set it to uprisings. So they buried him at sea and nobody knows where. And, and how many died in, in, in shipwrecks and, 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 and in uh, war zones and ships were, uh, were uh, and young men died and they're out at sea. And, and the Bible says the sea is going to give up the dead. And deliver up the dead which were in them and they judged every man according to their works. Death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life. I'm so grateful that there, there's a book in heaven. And, and I look up, if I had the access to, I could look up Cindy Treeper. And I could see her name is written down there. She was in Illinois. I was in California, but we got saved the same year. And her name's in that book of life, and my name's in that book of life. I think of so many of my preacher friends. I have literally since I've come here, I have hundreds of preachers' friends in my journal. I don't pray for them; they're in heaven. But I want to keep their memory, and I look through those and I see their names and how that uh, that they passed away. But their names are there in the book of life. I want to know, is your name here? In that book of life? I wonder, Brother Flood, how many in that day are going to stand before a holy God, that white throne judgment said, but I've, 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 I've run, run a bus route in your name. I preached in your name. I taught Sunday school for 40 years in your name, but still lost, never really born again. And, and he'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. I am convinced. I, I see things go on in churches through these 51 years almost we've been in the ministry together. And sometimes I think any Christian we could commit any sin Sometimes I see these things are habitual and keep going on and on. I'm thinking, what kind of salvation is that? I mean, I get calls from pastor all these years, pastor saying, I've got deacons that don't come to church. They don't come to church. They come to deacons, mean they don't come to de church. I think, a staff, I think of a pastor that called me and said, I have staff members, we pay them, and they don't go to Sunday morning. I said, what are they doing? He said, they go down to the kitchen. They all say they're working in junior church, but all they do is they sit around tables in the kitchen and have coffee while I'm preaching. He said, they're leaders in my church, they're staff members, there's deacons, this happens everywhere. When a child of God doesn't want to get to the house of God, the problem's not with the church, the problem's not with the pastor, the problem's of the relationship with Jesus Christ. I quoted that, who the man, uh, and I don't support that because, and he's with the Lord now, and I thank God for all the souls he won. He was the largest evangelist in public in America's history. 
But he said one time, and I have it in print, he goes, I think as many as 90% of Christians have no knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus must have thought something like that because when, when 10 were healed, only one came back. The other nine never came back and acknowledged their healing. Uh, one time Jesus said his success rate was 25%. He gave us three, four different types of souls, uh, soils. And, and one dearth for a while, but troubles come. I'm not trying to get anybody to doubt your salvation, but I tell you what, this old heart stops tonight, or the rapture comes tonight, and I'm not much. I tell you that, I know that exactly, but I know where I'm going. I am going to a city where the streets of gold are paved. I'm glad I'm going home. I'm going home to, I want to see my Savior first of all, before on any others I would call. But I think of folks that are lost. Think of folks that are lost and we're left behind. They're left behind. And then one day they'll stand before God. And God had to say, your name's not here. You imagine the fright. You imagine, Brother Raphael, the fright that would have to be. Your name's not here. Look again. Lord, look again. I sang in the choir. Look again. It's not here. I, I drove a bus. Look again. Please. It's not here. Let's stand together, please. Our Father, tonight I'm so, I, 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 I don't know if I delivered this thought very good. I just, it's too overwhelming to me. This great white throne, I, I, I would, I'd feel so responsible if people in my ministry because of uh, maybe I convinced, so I don't want to be responsible for anybody thinking they're saved and they're lost. God may tonight, this Wednesday night, October the 25th, 2023. May this be the day of salvation. Our heads are bowed. This is a special day for my wife and our, our son, who's a pastor, turned 40 today. It's hard to believe it's been 40 years since his birth. That's big for us, but I'll tell you what would be big for us tonight if you got saved. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.